And we're back, bitches. Mark and Cameron here. Come deliver you some news. I should have opened my monster before we started recording. It's all right. <laughs> so, any news? Uh, yeah, I'm going to get closer. I can barely hear myself. Mm. All right, right. So, any fun Walmart news? Other than you guys that you think you might have gotten the uh the self-driving robot in no just us getting the shaft and uh someone we didn't think would lie to us is lying to us oh that always hurts yeah and he doesn't know we know oh yeah we have over 74 mods dropped before the movies and games reset this week like they would right. normally do it and uh he's claiming that the store manager said that we can't get any help. We can't get Third Shift to help us with mods. Turns out the co-manager said that was not true at all. Oh. He said that y'all could handle it. And yet, I've been alone four hours yesterday, and I heard that he's already bitching about the department from yesterday. <laughs> he can suck it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it sounds like he was trying to make himself look better. And that's that's the worst part about about, like... And I know they're, they're short-lived. The career of the assistant manager is soon doomed. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the worst part. You get somebody who wants to be a fucking try-hard and go out and do everything on their own and flex their muscle. Mm. And even when I was an assistant there, like, I want to do the least amount of work possible. And I tried to get, you know, like, that was my motto. Like, just get it done. Get it done and go home early. Like, that. that's every day that's what we strive to do. Right. And then we would get one guy who wanted to do all this extra stuff by himself and make himself look. So then automatically it was a, why aren't you doing what this guy's doing? He's blah, blah, blah. It, it was just right. really kind. I was like, he can try to promote. If, if he wants to be promoted, he, sh he should go out and try to get promoted. Mm -hmm. But he, by him wanting to promote should not make me look bad. Right. And Walmart's riddled with that shit constantly. Mm-hmm. How about you on your end? That's been well. There have been a lot of changes. We had a we had a big uh, meeting, mm -hmm. and uh, all the store managers from two districts had to show up, and we were like, "Damn!" Like they were rolling out some important shit, and nothing. I mean, it was the most useless meeting I've ever been a part of in my life. Like there was no like there was no good gossip came out of it. <laughs> like there was no. There was nothing. Some boring ass shit, huh? Pretty much. I mean, I caught up with some people. I made a few inappropriate comments, but... Right, right. Uh, we got a new regional manager, so that was pretty much... It looked like it was just a punch of pomp and circumstance for him, and I just rolled my eyes. Was, mm. Whatever. Right. Like, if you get off because you're talking in front of a room full of people, you got problems. Or at least that's my perception of it. Mm-hmm. But I did have a couple funny things, but I totally forgot what had happened. Right, right. So, well, shall we dive into the news? Oh, before we... The the Hidden Pixel website's back up, so... All right. Hopefully that'll bring a couple, one or two more listeners to us. Um, since we moved studios and my computers died and the website was down, so... Right, just a string of events. Yeah, yeah, so... 
we recorded a few. I uploaded all three of them at one time. Like I just I edited all three of them that we'd done mm-hmm. since like back in July, and just uploaded all three all three fresh ones. So we'll see how that goes. But hiddenpixel.com. Got to come up with a clever catchphrase for him. Right. I had a catchphrase for something. Can't else. be Damn, the my brain is fucking breaking just... association though. <laughs> <laughs> I know we got a wifey. She's out there doing the damn thing, just mm-hmm. raking up a hell of a storm in the forest. So, I really want to get some shirts made. That'll be. And now's the time. I'm just fucking lazy. Like, Bruh. I can either do fun videos or study for school, and I'm choosing school, so that makes me feel real old. I didn't choose school back when I was in school, so I guess when I'm not mm. of age, I should choose it now. <laughs> All right. This one really isn't funny, but it kind of... There's a couple that just tinker with my... Uh, uh, Conspiracy theory a little bit. Plays with my conspiracy theory switch. Right. Headline. A United States citizen has been arrested in California and charged with spying for China. Mm-hmm. Super. Did we do that? We did this one. I believe so. this is where I came up with P-Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well fuck it. Next. This one's potentially got legs. A Russian man is suing Apple for turning him gay. Okay. Enlighten us, shall we? Here we go. In what's perhaps one of the most frivolous lawsuits in recent memory, a Russian man says his iPhone drove him to homosexuality, and he's suing Apple, according to the Moscow Times. The plaintiff told a local radio station that he became mired in same-sex relationships early this year after receiving 69 gay coins on a cryptocurrency payment app he downloaded onto his iPhone. What? He received 69 gay coins. That's a cryptocurrency I've not heard of. Yeah. I'll check my Robinhood app to see what the gay coin is trading at, but I don't know. Needless to say, that's ridiculous. Trying out a same-sex relationship... Can't turn you gay. But that didn't stop the man from suing. I thought, indeed, how can I judge something without trying it, the plaintiff wrote, and decided to try same-sex relationships. Now the man has regrets. I bet you do. I have a steady boyfriend, and I don't know how to explain it to my parents. After receiving the aforementioned message, my life has changed from for the worse and will never be normal again. He's only asking for fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars, which tra- which is roughly a million rubies, right? Rubles, rubles. I'm sorry, you turned me homosexual, gay. It's <laughs> just grasping at straws. Like this poor dude's been a closeted homosexual his whole life, mm-hmm. and then he's then his phone just goes ding, and he looks at it, and it's sixty nine gay coins. He's like, mm, time to start sucking dicks. Or maybe this is just a gay guy trying to escape the oppression of Russia by getting enough money to leave Russia. That would be some. That would be interesting. 
if that's the case, I hope I hope uh, he is. But I still like the idea of him just getting a message. He's like, "Oh, it's, it's written in the stars. Time for gay sex." <laughs> Igor, come here. <laughs> nice. Come here and take off your pants. <laughs> I have 69 gay coins. <laughs> Come on. This is from the great state of Alabama. Mm. Not quite on Florida's level. It's Florida adjacent. I want this dope tested. Alabama woman hands meth over before arrest. Yep. Come on. There we go. An Alabama woman is accused of asking deputies to test a bag of methamphetamine, telling, I want this dope tested. <laughs> Jennifer Cowlin Hall, 48, was charged. Ooh. Hmm? She does not look 48. She looks all of 62. It's because that, 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 their drug. Well. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. According to Limestone Gave County Sheriff's Office spokesman Stephen Young, Hall called the dispatch office. The news courier reported when deputies arrived, Hall allegedly pulled out a clear bag containing meth from a baby wipes container and told them, I want this here dope tested. Hall allegedly told deputies she believed the meth was tainted with another drug. Deputies asked her if she had consumed the drug, and she told them she had, but she didn't remember when. Well, goddamn, that tells you right there that's good meth. Right. I did some on yester Friday. Deputies interested Hall and booked her into Limestone County Jail. Wouldn't that be a sweet loophole, though? Like, you can just call the cops and be like, Hey, man, what's this pill? <laughs> I told the guy I wanted a Percocet. I don't know what he gave me. What's this pill? And then they just have to tell you and walk away like, God damn, I wish we could... Wish we could really arrest these assholes. Kind of like that old wives' tale, like if you ask a cop if they're undercover, they have to tell you. I think you could probably get away with it one time. Yeah, that's it. If the police ask you if you've taken a drug, you say no. No? Right. I'm just saying, though, you could probably get away with, like, hey, some guy just gave this to me. I want you to test it and see what it was. And they'll try and figure out who it was after they test it. Yeah, but I want them to give it back to me so I can yeah, take it. Yeah, ain't gonna do that part, <laughs> Well, here's an uplifting story, I think. Um, earlier this year, the city of Stockton, California decided to undergo an experiment. Under the guidance of Mayor Michael Tubbs, the city, along with collaborators, the Re- Re- Reinvent South Stockton Coalition, 
and the Economic Security Project decided to distribute $500 per month to 125 randomly selected recipients within the community. The hmm. uni this is a universal basic income program. The Stockton Economic Empowered Demonstration Seed is set to run for 18 months. Today brought an extensive look at data from the first five months of the efforts run, including information about economic status of recipients and how they have chosen to use the money. Mm -hmm. So one would automatically assume, like, the, the, the poorer they are, mm -hmm. they're probably going to use it on stupid shit. Right. I mean, that's, if, if you were to ask me, that's what I would do. Like, it would run in classes. Like I mean, or you would use it to supplement bills and all that. Right. Loans, credit card debt. Well, apparently, you, sir, are correct. The results show that people, particularly those in lower and middle income households, are often making smart financial decisions and applying the money in ways that maps to their existing budget. Ah, so Republicans lie when they say they'll just use it to buy drugs and all that shit all the time? Yep. Go figure. And in, and in Stockton, it's pretty easy to get some drugs. For a quick example of how seed works, residents of Stockton were chosen at random to receive a small monthly stipend of unconditional cash provided via prepaid debit cards. There is no requirement for how recipients use the money. No strings, no work requirement, nothing that would possibly disqualify them for receiving the money. Their transactions using the cards are tracked in the same way that any debit card classifies transactions, but all the information is viewed in aggregate. No one is looking at any individual spending to ensure that they are using it the way that is considered reasonable mm -hmm. or responsible. Those transactions are analyzed. Their goal is to see how people are choosing to spend the cash and determine the theory. So far, it seems to be the case, according to data, that researchers today, which is available on, via online a data dashboard, blah, 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 So, yeah, they're actually spending it on to supplement what you income. would say, what would be, quote unquote, the proper way, like the proper thing to do. Mm -hmm. Like if I got, I mean, from where wifey was out of work for a while, like I've got a, I've got a credit card bill that just kills me. Like I didn't have credit card debt, right. but I've got a little bit on there. I would probably throw all 500 of that at, at work and I mean, it's not going to pay it off, but at least it'd be something towards it. Right. You know? So, but you, I guess you always, I guess the point of this story is, is like, you kind of always assume the worst. Like you said, the Republicans said that they just spend it on drugs. Mm-hmm. So. And here's the thing. When people say shit like that, it's really what they would do with that money is what they're actually saying. Right. Yep. They're just jealous that they wouldn't, though. Like that's what, to me. That's what a Republican is. It's just a, a a homosexual who wants to do drugs and have gay sex, but doesn't, and mm. he's mad at people that do. <laughs> like I don't really hate couponers. I'm just jealous that they have the amount of time in their life to clip all those coupons, go through all the papers, and get all of these coupons, and then they can buy eighteen things of body wash for a nickel. Mm-hmm. But really, I just fucking hate them. Like, I... Alright, I want to show you... To me, every time... I get called up 
to the front to assist a cashier, this is what I'm going to walk in on. I'm going to show you the video. So, what do you see? It's at Walmart. Okay. Okay. She's getting assaulted? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What the fuck? Yeah. Walmart cashier choked by crazed customer. Watch the terrifying moment a Walmart cashier is violently... Whoa. Oh, the story changed. <laughs> this is in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Was, was checking out when he ran behind the counter and began choking the female employees. When officer arrived, the violent customer tried to kick and headbutt them. <laughs> Thankfully, the scared employee was taken to the hospital for only minor injuries. Okay. The dude was charged with battery, resisting arrest. This is what I said. He was charged with resisting arrest without violence, but he tried to headbutt him. Uh, what was his color skin again? Oh, he was brown. Was he, though? Yeah. Or was he just white with a really good tan? I don't know. Let's go back. I think he was... I mean, white privilege is a thing in this country. <laughs> oh, for sure. But he wasn't even being talked to. Like, she was definitely talking to his mom. It could be a white guy with a tan. God, I'd fucking love somebody to touch me just once. Fuck me. I'd lose my job, but fucking hell. I was going to say phrasing there for a second. <laughs> Uh, I guess some gay now. <laughs> Get some six nine bitcoins. Yeah. Call fucking Igor or fucking Ivanov. Ivan Drago. Alright. The rest of these... Not the rest of them. There's some good ones. But I'll just read you the headline. What? How much time are we at? Oh, we're at 20 minutes. All right. And since you're of the younger generation, like, there's a an icon mm -hmm. of film, somebody who really defined an era. Come on. Mm-hmm. There we go. John Wayne, no longer a star at his alma mater, USC students denounced late actor for legacy of endorsing white supremacy. So how do you feel about that? Going back, and I know it's biting some, like, Justin Trudeau up uh -huh. in Canada. Right. Like, so, so what, what's your thoughts on retroactively going back and taking away... Like, the star at his alma mater, which is USC, University of Southern California. Or, like, changing how they, like, changing how history sees them as a villain. I mean, you can't. You can't change history. Right. And I'm not a huge John Wayne fan. Like, I know somebody... Who named their son? Their first name. His first name's John. His middle name's Wayne. Mm -hmm. After John Wayne. Right. 
Yeah, you can't rewrite history. As much as they would hate that they can't. But it seems like it's gaining steam a little bit. Like, like didn't didn't we talk about last week about Trudeau doing blackface and brownface mm-hmm. and him not knowing how many times he did it? Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just like, it is, you know. I mean, it was ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Still can't rewrite history, but right. Apparently, there's like uh, another party is getting more popular because of that. What party's that? I. I don't know the parties in Canada. I just know I heard about this the other day. Another party is out. But my uh, God, like, I wish, I just, I mean, if I would have had Twitter and YouTube and Instagram available to me when I was 15, Jesus Christ, I would probably be in jail. I mean, I never did blackface. Have you ever heard of Jacob Walls? No. He might be going to jail. Oh. He's the guy that keeps on doing random press conferences about people that are just complete bullshit. (laughs) His latest scandal is saying that, and he's doing this weekly now. This is the thing, and people are just making events of it. There was someone playing the bandpipe, someone playing a washboard. Just used to people just showing up at his house when they're doing the press conference. Nice. He uh, even had his fake bodyguard turn on, like, go outside and turn on the water hose before the rally or the press conference started. So, at the end, he could prick or hose people down. Someone realized it and it went and turned it back off. And so, when he went to do it, nothing happened. Nothing happened? That's fantastic. Yeah. I bet he looked like a real dick with that water hose yeah. in his hand. And he was saying Elizabeth and Warren last week or the week before was very sexually promiscuous right for hours hmm. doing bondage and shit yeah and now she's going here he's going after camellia harris and then someone else like they're just going out there careful he could get fucking oh, oh he's already got a court date but this is for fucking over investors ah because he was the youngest hedge fund manager Oh, he did so much drugs. He's insane. Youngest, like yeah, like I heard before he was legal. Yeah, I heard about like hedge fund people are big into like coke and mm. meth and all that good stuff. Yeah. So John Wayne has been a hero at the University of Southern California for decades, but some students at the private Los Angeles school, the late movie star's alma mater, now view him as a villain. A group of USC students are demanding the removal of a longtime Wayne Memorial. Or wait, nope. A longtime Wayne memorabilia exhibit at the USC's acclaimed film school. The reason the activists give reports the student paper the actor's legacy of endorsing white supremacy and the removal of indigenous people. Mm-hmm. The harsh interpretation of the iconic star chiefly comes from a 1971 interview Wayne gave to Playboy magazine. Quotes from the article, some of them chopped of their context, made the rounds on social media. See, and that's what, if if you're going to burn him down, at least, just like that dude, just like Shane Gillis that got burned from Saturday Night Live. If you're going to burn him down, play play the entire episode. Mm -hmm. Because you can take any, I, this is a very basic editing program I run. And I can take words and right. drop them in and out of sentences, move everything around, 
and run a filter over it mm-hmm. and clean it up, and it's I could I could make us say anything I wanted to. Right. So when people say, "Well, I've got this clip," be like, "No, no, no I want to hear the whole thing." Mm. So, but the quotes from that some article were chopped of context, made the rounds on social media earlier this year, prompting articles in the Washington Post and other news outlets. Since the reemergence of the Playboy interview, have felt viscerally uncomfortable with the exhibit because of the promotion of and glorification of a noted white supremacist and racist film student. Rihanna Cruz told the Daily Trojan. <laughs> now, do they ever name that white supremacist? I don't know. Like, because is this like the same issue where Donald Trump literally talked and had him like met this guy, and then years later, just like two or three years later, claimed he didn't even know him? And do you know who I'm referring to? Mm-mm. David Duke. Oh, the Dukester. Yep. There's a comedian. He used to lift weights with David Duke. <laughs> oh, good lord. He said he had no clue. Mm-hmm. Like, he had no clue who he was. He goes, He goes. it was just, like, we used to spot each other on the bench press. And, like, mm-hmm. he wasn't saying all <laughs> He wasn't saying anything crazy to make me think that he was, mm-hmm. you know, not just a normal a wizard. Dude. Yeah. The grand wizard of that. Wayne, 63 years old in 1971, and a dedicated anti-communist who backed the Vietnam War expressed views that he that were relatively common at the time and when the US was in the midst of an unprecedented c- cultural upheaval mm-hmm. he dismissed students anti-war protest saying that they were engaging in a kind of disassension by route I don't know what that means and he rallied against the critically lauded countercultural movies of the era, Easy Rider, Midnight Cali- Midnight Cowboy calling them perverted films. Well, he just doesn't have good taste in films, because those two are fucking amazing. Right. Especially Easy Rider. God damn, Easy Rider was good. This mostly came across today as a little more than cranky get-off-my-lawn type talk, but Wayne also expressed skepticism of, of black power advocates and African-American political leaders of the time leading to the recent claims he was racist. With a lot of blacks, there's quite a bit of resentment along with their dissent and and possibly rightfully so, Wayne said when asked about black militants. But we can't all of a sudden get down on our knees and turn everything over to the leadership of the blacks. I believe in white supremacy until the blacks are educated to a point of responsibility. I don't believe in giving authority and position of leadership and judgment to irresponsible people. A little harsh, but... I mean, I can understand where they're coming from, because especially if it was back in the day, he may have not openly said anything back then, because he didn't want his career to get trashed early. Yeah. But yeah, good things can be taken out of context, but that could also have been a factor, too. This is hard to take out of context. Okay. I don't feel we did wrong in taking the great country away from Native Americans, if that's what you're asking. Wayne said at one point in the wide-ranging interview, our so-called stealing of this country from them was just a matter of survival. There were a great number of people who needed new land, and the Indians were selfishly trying to keep it for themselves. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, no, he's a... <laughs> if those inequalities are presently affecting any of the Indians now alive, they have a right to a court hearing. Uh, no, this is their land. 
And we have to abide by their fucking laws, you dumbass. Oh my god. So, yeah, but also that was like, nowadays nobody, we would never, ever, you know, nobody would ever say that. But back then, that was, that was just kind of like, that was how most people, great grandparents talked. That's how they saw things, mm -hmm. you know. We're white and... There's these Native Americans running around saying that it's their land. But they didn't really believe in possession of land like we did. So that's where they kind of got fucked. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, just because we're corrupted and capitalistic and, you know, and they were free people that didn't, that had different values than us. Right. But, and you can't, you can't, like, if you went back to the, back to the Civil War age... You know, you could see a six-year-old kid throwing around the N-word. Like, he's six-year-old. He doesn't know any better. That's he, he's a, That's what his surroundings are. And then he grows up to be a 60-year-old man, and he's still in those surroundings. So it's not really fair. Like, I don't know enough of John Wayne's, like, backstory where he grew up and shit and right. how he grew up. So you're talking about a 60-some-year-old man who believes that we had every right to take the land away from the Indians, mm -hmm. you know? Huh? But, yeah, like, talking about being corrupt, did you hear about the latest study out there about the tax cuts and what they did? Mm -mm. Apparently, this one of the last studies that came out proves for the first time that the 400 wealthiest people in this country probably paid less in taxes proportionally than we did this year. Sounds about right. Yeah, that's fucked up. So, what... Since we talked about John Wayne and movies, mm -hmm. did you ever see the Human Centipede yes, franchise? I did. I never watched the second one. I wish you. I in my mind, I have a script written for Human Centipede two that is just awesome. In my opinion, mm -hmm. to me, three was a big pile of garbage. Three I didn't was, even know they got to three. Yeah. It's called Human Centipede 3 Full Sequence. Mm. Or is that the second one? I don't know. Doesn't matter. I thought the first one was brilliant. I really did. Right. Like, I thought... I thought I knew how it was gonna... Play out, and it, it was different, and... Right. What really set it apart, though... And mm -hmm. if you ever are bored, and you're just... Go back and rewatch the first one, but really listen to the sound effects. The sound effects made that movie. Like, it took an uncomfortable situation and almost made it unbearable. Right. Because of the sound effects. The sound effects in that movie were amazing. But the director of Human Centipede is back. In the new trailer for Tommy Six, that's the director of Human Centipede, the Onanoia what? Onania. Mm -hmm. Onania Club. A group of women get horny for tragedy. Okay. What do you think? Bad already. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound quite as fucked as the Human Centipede franchise, and how exactly can you top a series 
that once involves connecting 12 people mouth to anus. It does appear to be also quite unhinged. The Onania Club revolves around a secret masturbation society. Sign me up. I'm in. Oh my God. I'm in right now. What are we doing? Where are we going? The term disaster porn has come to refer to the constant loop of horrific imagery in modern world, but in Six's The Onania Club, the term is more literal. In the movie's first teaser trailer, which was released yesterday, videos, images, and discussion of tragedy cue disconcerting heavy breathing and secret trips to the ladies' room. Woo! For some self self love for a specific group of women, Hannah secretly joins a group called the Onania Club. Its members, strong, independent LA-bound women, get aroused by the misery of others. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> All right. While the movie appears a little more tame than Six's previous franchise for now, Six has promised that it will be one of the most vile, inhumane movie experiences of all time. That's a high bar given not just Six's previous work, but also the recent release of movies like this year's The Painted Bird, which has prompted mass panic and walkouts. Man, I gotta get back into some weird movies. I used to be the man who knew the shit, mm -hmm. and I haven't heard about The Painted Bird or Libertas, graphic Ooh, depictions of... of sex and torture. Speaking of masturbation clubs? No, no, no. Go no. ahead. I was just going to bring up the fact that some movie theater chains are blocking people from coming in to see the choker by themselves. <laughs> Did you hear about that? Mm-mm. Yep. Well, hey, before we start this, whatever happened to that, the train from Honduras of people, the, the Mexican train, mm -hmm. whatever happened to them? Did they get stopped at the border? Did they turn around? Did they just disperse? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure they're in Mexico huh. being detained per ah. deal with Mexico and Trump. Okay. I just, it, it was like. The herd from Honduras is here. Mm -hmm. And then they just kind of stopped talking about it. Right. But, and these two thoughts are connected, because you don't want to run for political office in Mexico and not fulfill your campaign promises. Why, you might ask? A mayor in Mexico tied to a truck and dragged through streets for failing to fulfill campaign promises. All right. I'm not going to show you the video because I know you're not down. Mm -hmm. You don't want to see shit like that. So, close. Did you, uh... <sighs> Fuck, it was off the campaign. I can't oh, remember what it was. He's alive, though. I was watching a, uh, a list of, like, top ten most corrupt people. It was a fun list. Let's put it that yeah. way. Strip one woman put money in a bra. She got from fucking FBI agent undercover. Nice. <laughs> A group of protesters armed with clubs and rocks detained the mayor of Las Mayoritas and tied him to the back of a pickup truck and dragged him through the streets. Mm -hmm. Footage of the attack showed the man being dragged along the road with a mob running after him. 
It was the second attack by farmers demanding that he fulfill his campaign promises to repair a local road and bring drinking water and electricity to the community of roughly 500. Man, you go down there with some colligan water jugs, you'd be king. That seems like that should have been a, an easy thing to have given them. In an early incident four months ago, a group of men ransacked his office after turning up there and finding it empty. Eight hours after the incident, the mayor appeared at the Central Square in Las Margaritas and gave a speech holding leaders in Santa Rita community responsible and saying he would not be intimidated because I'm not going to do shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no major injuries were reported. All right. Do you think that will change his mind? Like, it's easy to say, somebody went through my office. I'm not afraid to right. being dragged behind a truck to where police had to inter intervene to get you cut loose. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Did you hear about the, uh... <laughs> this is why we need to get fucking money out politics and bullshit. Did you hear about the uh, two judges that were, uh charged with crime for taking bribes from private prison industry. Uh-uh. Yeah. Basically every single juvenile that was put in front of these ju like judges were going no matter what they did to be put in prison oh. or detention centers because they were being paid by those. Yeah. Pretty fucked up shit. I, re I re did read an article about California outlawed private, mm -hmm. privately owned prisons. Yep. Because of that kind of shit. And I thought of you. All right. Hold on. Okay, here we go. A Louisiana woman who initially denied owning the meth found in her vagina has struck a deal with prosecutors. Okay. She had already confessed to stealing and at least some of the $6,233 that was hidden in the same body cavity. Mm. Ashley, excuse me, Ashley Beth Rowland agreed to serve four months in the Ochita Parish Correctional Center in northern Louisiana in exchange for a reduced drug possession charge, according to the smoking gun. Police came across the stash while searching for approximately $5,000 in cash the 24-year-old had reportedly stolen from a man she'd been staying with for a week in July. Roland never denied possession of the cash when police snatched her up shortly after midnight. But when a jailhouse search... But when a jailhouse search also turned up a plastic bag containing a gram of methamphetamine, she denied ownership. According to the police report posted online, prosecutors charged her with both crimes. <laughs> the stolen cash charges were dropped as part of Roland's plea deal. Mm-hmm. So. What do you think about that? Dumb people do dumb things. It's not mine! <laughs> Where'd you find it? Alright, I'm willing to admit I don't deal with rejection well. Mm-hmm. That led to a lot of uh, high school ladies going not asked out by me because I don't deal with rejection well and I right. didn't want them to say no. 
But this man, quite possibly, handles rejection worse than me. Mm. You want the headline or just want me to dive into the story? Go right for it. Man allegedly asked farmers if he could have sex with their horses, then tried to slash tires when rejected. Damn. <laughs> New Jersey man Richard Decker. Dick Decker. Man, that sounds like a private eye from the 30s. Dick Decker here. You fucking Weisenheimers. Get out of here, you little scamps. I hope he has that accent. <laughs> me too. Allegedly asked to have sex with the farmer's animals in Sussex County, then lashed out when the farmers turned him down. Hey, uh, old man farmer, can I uh, have sex with your horses? <laughs> <laughs> no! I brought my own stool and everything. Decker started emailing and letter-writing farm, stables, and horse boarding facilities. Assistant prosecutor, nobody cares. He allegedly had a very direct request to have a sexual relationship with the owner's cows and or horses. The state said, as a result, he faces charges including fourth degree, procuring an animal in any kind of sexual manner, or initiate... Any sexual conduct with an animal, second degree possession of a destructive device to use unlawfully, and four degree and four degree knowingly manufacturing firearms. Prosecutor said Decker wore owners, wrote owners harassing messages, made negative online reviews, or laid down homemade tire slashing devices to deflate their tires. <laughs> Incidentally, Vernon police, who operate out of Sussex County, put out an advisory for such a device. <laughs> Look at his device. <laughs> you okay. know what that is? That's those razor blades out of the razor knives, and in the middle where they latch, he latched them together to form. Yeah. Like a. Looks like those old. Spike almost. Yeah. <laughs> Over the past couple weeks, we received reports and incidents when someone has been placing homemade tire slashing devices at the entrance to farm roads, driveways, and driveways. The precise scope of Decker's alleged crimes remain unclear. Something fishy has definitely been happening in the area. Local farmers report getting strange requests in which the rider has asked to have sex with their animals. Oh my god, there's a sample of the letter. Thank you, Jesus. Letter. <clears throat> Should I read it in his accent? Go for it. I know you're trying to sell your mare... But the reason I am contacting you today is because I am attracted to equine and wanted to ask, would you please give me the permission to make and possibly have sex rela sexual relations with one of your horses? <laughs> I'm sorry if my Jesus request appears Christ. insulting. I am honestly attracted to horses, and I'm looking for a long-term relationship with one, but I have no place at home to home one myself. I'm a man in North Jersey, and I would be grateful if you would consider me for your horses. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. He left uh, a fucking paper trail. And here he is. That's his picture. Wow. I mean, he doesn't look like a horse fucker. <laughs> well, that story was worth it. I'm glad I, I picked that one. Before we go into this, did you hear about Lindsey Graham? No. And this phone Not calls? recently. Mm. This was a few... Let's see. Now, this is from an accredited news source. This is from NBC News. Okay. 
But Lindsey Graham, come on. Here we go. Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican from South Carolina, was duped into phone conversation with Russian pranksters posing as Turkish mm. officials in August. Mm. We have been su successful in stopping many efforts to prank Senator Graham and the office, but this one slipped through the cracks. They got him, Graham's spokesman Kevin Bishop told NBC. In recordings of the calls obtained by Politico, Graham badmouthed the same... Kurdish allies he's accused President Trump of betraying. <laughs> Your YPG Kurdish problem is a big problem, Graham told the pranksters, one of whom was claiming to be Turkey's defense minister, according to Politico. The reference was the, the reference was to Kurdish fighters who have been armed by the U.S. to combat ISIS. I told President Trump that Obama made a huge mistake in relying on the YPG Kurds. Everything I worried about has come true, and now we have to make sure Turkey is protect, protected from this threat in Syria. I'm sympathetic with the YPG problem, and so is the president, quite frankly. He also urged the minister to drop plans to use a Russian anti-aircraft system. The prankster's Russian shock jock got Graham back on the phone a few days later, and the South Carolina Republican told him he'd spoken to Trump about their call. I didn't know Russia had radio. I know that's going to sound crazy, but I don't a picture Russia to have a place where they have a morning radio <laughs> yes, zoo. <do>. Yeah. <laughs> they always talk about Putin. Putin wrote this great song. He's a great musician. <laughs> and for and in number one spot on Music Hit Radio for 4,301 days, Vladimir Putin singing... In the shower. <laughs> Well, pitting a horse with no shit. He on. just takes, he just takes all the music and re-records it as himself. Yes. <laughs> I know that sounds stupid, but I really did not think that Russia had like shock jock radio. Mm. I mean, I just picture them just cold and smoking all the time. Right. It doesn't help that they try and poison a lot of people, <laughs> especially in England. <laughs> If it wasn't for the poison, we would have nothing to do. Yes. I, God, I got, I'm going to have to spend some time and see if I can't dig up these phone calls. They have to be published somewhere. Because I want to know how... public record at some point. I, I want to know how good of a Turkish accent they put on. Because mm -hmm. if they're anything like American shock jocks, they're not that great. Right. Oh. Okay, here's another one. Oh, we only got two stories left. Here's another one that tickled my uh, old conspiracy theory. This one is a little bit better mm -hmm. than the one that I read last week, I think. Okay. Family of missing tech executive. Tech executive call off search. Body found. Okay. Okay. The family of Aaron Valentine... Stopped its search on Saturday night shortly after police reported that a body was found in South San Jose, Almaden Valley. Mm -hmm. The location where the 33-year-old tech entrepreneur went missing after a series of bewildering phone calls during an apparent mental health episode. Okay. 
While we were praying for a different outcome, we are so appreciative for the help and support you have given, according to the Facebook post by Aaron's family. Please remember Aaron as a beautiful, smart, funny girl that she was. Aaron went missing Monday night after driving off course from Palo Alto to catch a flight home from San Jose International Airport. The San Jose Police Department reported finding a body inside a vehicle parked at the 6500 block of Bowes Lane, only half a mile from Aaron's last known location, mm-hmm. near Almadine Expressway and Camden Avenue. Records show that San Jose Fire Department responded to a medical call. The name of the victim will be released after confirmation of their identity and notification next of kin, according to Sergeant Enrique Garcia. Okay. The Santa Clara County Coroner's Office will identify the manner and cause of death. On Saturday, relatives had continued their frantic search for Aaron, who they said apparently suffered a manic episode earlier in the week, telling them in a string of bizarre phone calls, it's all a game. It's a thought experiment. We're in the Matrix. Her husband said she had no history of mental illness. So does this thicken the plot? Did the powers that be have her whacked off? This was a rich tech family, right? She was rich. Drugs. Well, you could assume. Lots and lots of drugs. (laughs) Or did she find something out? And that's just... She leveled up. Went to the next level. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) The young woman with thick blonde hair down to her waist and driving a gray Nissan Murano had not used her phone or credit card since Monday. Her mother... Her mother, Whitey. It's mm-hmm. like Whitney, but without the N. It's Whitey. Weird. <laughs> Flew to San Jose from New York with her husband and two sons to join her daughter's husband in the search. She described her daughter as an intense, brilliant young woman who graduated summa cum laude from Georgetown University with a degree in business administration before, inter- before entering the private equity world. Aaron was founder and CEO of Tinker Ventures, an application design and development company where she managed a global team of 120 employees in their Salt Lake City and Pakistan office. Prior to forming Tinker, she was head of product development for Overstock.com, where she oversaw a team of 250 engineers. Aaron, who lived in Salt Lake City with her husband, was also an accomplished rock climber and skier. Tell me more about the Matrix! Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing seemed to miss when she called her parents about 3.30 on Monday after she met with a former colleague on Sand Hill Road and she couldn't find her rental car. Once she found the car, she stayed on the phone with her, with her parents. Her conversation became bizarre. We talked to her for hours on and off. Her thoughts were disconnected. She talked a mile a minute. She'd say, I'm coming home for Thanksgiving. Then in the next, she was saying, she's in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Sounds like me when I had my mental episode. <laughs> the family planned to hire someone on Saturday with a drone to search the rugged areas of Quicksilver Park. On Friday, they reviewed security footage at a gas station and plastered missing flyers. Blah, blah, blah. They tried to use Find My Phone. I bet they're going to find, like, a notebook full of just crazy, weird shit written. Mm. Or did she take the blue pool, the red pill? (laughs) (laughs) She did. 
She leveled up and got the fuck out of here. Morpheus and her dancing a jig on the on the deck of the Nebuchadnezzar. So I like to think that works. Real. the game of GTA. <laughs> yeah, her player unplugged too soon. Oh, her game glitched, and she was just running in place. Ran out of stamina, fell down. Oh. <laughs> or like in Call of Duty or Battlefield Three, when you just fall over dead and just say bad luck. I always said that was a beasting. <laughs> like I got stung by a bee and fell down because <laughs> the first time it happened to me, I was in a field of flowers. All right, here's the last story. Oh, shit, we're going long. And I don't know how this may spark a conversation. If we go long, it's fine. It's no big deal. Vegan woman goes to police after friends feed her chicken nuggets while she was drunk. I think we talked about that last week. Mm -mm. This is like... I thought we did. Uh Uh-uh. I pulled this article on the 13th. Okay, maybe I've heard this from somewhere else then. A vegan called the police on her friends after they fed her chicken nuggets while she was drunk. Mm -hmm. The woman who wrote an anonymous post on Reddit said that she'd been vegan for a decade after she found out where meat comes from. What is she, 12? I've known how damn... Maybe she's talking about the slaughterhouses and how they don't let chickens roam free. She goes on to say that she thought that everyone in her life respected her decision. Nobody respects you, lady. Nobody respects a vegan just weird it is too much if that's the main concern of your life your life is too good be a vegetarian that's you one should thing. i don't know you should blind yourself and live as a blind person because your life's too good if all you can do is worry about what what what, what where your food comes from a few nights ago where she had partied where she got white girl wasted that's her quote why why is that okay to say that's I'm just trying. I'm just trying to make sense. Yeah, oh, don't no. say white girl wasted. That offends me. A woman said that her friend thought it would be funny to feed me chicken nuggets as a prank. That's a horrible prank. They're just. I mean, right. if anything, you could say that you were so drunk that if they would have fed you, they by feeding you real food endangered your life because you were in danger of aspirating your vomit. Right. The woman said thought it would be funny to feed me chicken nuggets as a prank. Although she asked them if the nuggets were vegan, she claimed that they lied to her and told her they were sun-fed. How do you know? You're white girl wasted. And what does sun-fed chicken mean? Maybe it's the new veggie nuggets from freaking KFC. <laughs> do they have veggie nuggets? That's awesome. the thing they rolled really? out. Mm-hmm. KFC veggie nuggets. There was one, the first one they rolled out, they painted the colors instead of red and white, green and white. Nice. She said she found out the truth when she checked Snapchat. The Snapchat story allegedly showed them showed them showing the woman the nugget package, giving the nuggets to her, then later mocking her as she pretended mocking her and pretending to be her when she found out that she she ate meat. Things like fake crying and yelling, "The chickens!" She posted that she took a screen recording of the video and took it to police on the grounds of food tampering. Oh, shit, there it is, right there. Yeah. (laughs) Beyond Fried Chicken, a Kentucky Fried Miracle. Forget the sandwiches, KFC testing out vegan fried chicken nuggets and boneless wings. Now all the people are facing charges. 
So do you think that's really, like, I... I guess I don't hold anything that close to my heart. I mean, does she really consider them her friends? No, is the answer there. Yeah, like, those weren't your friends. Like, I have buddies that they might draw a dick on my face if I were passed out in front of them. I mean, that's rule one, is don't get so sloppy drunk right. that you are that you need people to help you. But if you get that sloppy drunk, like, none of my friends, if I was a true vegan, nobody would shove any right. sort of meat in my mouth. Right. Because then I would just have to be homosexual the next day. We can take my 69 gay coins out to party. Say, yep. <laughs> Ivan, come on. We're going dancing. Bring your horse buddy, too. <laughs> yeah. Bring that horsetail butt plug I like so much. <laughs> but oh, wifey, she said that she agreed with the girl and she agreed with pressing charges. Mm hmm. Again, I don't know, man. Like anytime like your first reaction is I'm gonna press charges, I'm typically I'm typically against it. Right. Yeah, like I wanna know her true relation to these people. Like are like are you office where how old are you, first of all? Most likely just office co workers. Yeah, like never and for and that's just a rule of life. Don't get that drunk around people you work with because their opinion is gonna change of you. Like right. if if you're hitting that vegan sauce too hard, that's just craziness. But definitely, the gotta have to title this one, and she leveled up. Because <laughs> that was the funniest fucking thing. Alright, do you have anything before we leave? All good to go. Alright folks, we'll see you next week. I'm, I'm out. Good.